Still preparing. There's a bar going. That's Mine a good sign. Live on YouTube. Oh, it is. That means we are live. We're live. Yes, we are starting Yay. the podcast in three, two, right now. <laughs> the Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot, Cassandra. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Cassandra the robot. You are the greatest machine at introing shows that has ever been created. Uh, I'm looking forward to yet another live stream on YouTube, man. Another, uh, another quarantine episode. Dan, how's quarantine treating you? It's it's been the same, the same. You know, we're coming up on a, a year. Um, a, like in four days, it will have been a year hey, since hey. a flight. So woo! That just fucking flew by. Anyway, <laughs> I am uh, I'm looking forward to uh, having our two awesome guests on. Uh, first yeah. up, he is a, a returning guest, a hilarious stand-up comic. He actually has. I, I, this is the first I'm hearing about this podcast, but I really want to listen to this because the title alone is hilarious. So we were Christian kids. Mr. Justin Randall, thank you for Yay! being back on Hello. the show. Thank you for having me. Dude, Excited absolutely. Always a pleasure. This podcast, uh, I mean, how long have you been doing it, man? I, I love I, the premise of that. Um, only we're on our 10th episode. Came out yesterday. So wow. it's kind of new. Nice. But, but we're, we're rolling along. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. Every like, I just feel like you uh, touched a place in my heart with just the title of your podcast. <laughs> so, Were you I, a Christian kid? Sorry. Were you a Christian kid? I was. I was a Christian kid. Wow. Oh, and wait, are you from Kansas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There. So. That's why I touched you. <laughs> we're both from kansas yeah so lots when you know touching the church it all goes hand in hand yeah <laughs> very jesus people in fact they made a springsteen jeep commercial about it right after he got arrested for uh drinking and driving it right before rather that, that was in kansas right the, the commercial was talking about his church in kansas right i think so yeah. yeah, but I'm the only one who's seen it. Yeah, fuck it. It's in Zimbabwe. <laughs> who gives a shit? All right, then let me just go through my Rolodex of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's during the Super Bowl, man. It's a big game. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I thought you were like talking quoting, about like some old school commercials. You know, quoting random commercials from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm also excited to introduce our second guest. She is a hilarious stand-up comic and first-time mm -hmm. guest on the Love Gurus uh, podcast. Miss... Connie Lisbon, thank you for being yeah! on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. And in your honor, because um, if, if you follow Connie on Instagram, which you, which you all should, uh, she's always plugging the Vita Coco. I, lo I love when you plug the Vita Cocos on the stories and they send you free Vita Coco. In your honor, we normally do white wine, but I'm like, now we're doing it at night because of live streaming. I could go fucking hog wild. I'm going to make, <laughs> I, am, I am doing... First ever. Hold on. I am going to get a picture of this. Hold on. I'm going to yes. get a picture of all of, yeah. of you. I mean, I'm sorry that you guys don't have Vita Cocos to hold up. <laughs> Me too. I know. I would love one. I love that Jake is like available to stand there for a while to pose. Uh -huh. He's just like, did <laughs> you get it? She's taking Did you, a get, video? It? Did you she's get it? <laughs> <laughs> she's taking an Instagram story for Vita Coco and I'm just there like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> looking at insane. Blinking. Making yeah. your own boomerang. <laughs> I love the idea of Vitacoco because it's and Vitacoco and vodka because it's like the most healthy thing, and then the thing that's like really kind of frowned upon, you know. So it's like the vodka, which is good for you, and then the cocoa nut water. I love that you said the vodka, which is good for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's another Kansas thing, too. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. It's a clear liquor, then it's mother's milk. It's 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 fine. You yeah. drink as much We're, as you want. Yeah, the, the, this, this, this coconut water, you know, anyway. No. Oh, you weren't joking. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I am joking. Obviously, the way around. <laughs> but it's also, you think about you know, staying hydrated while also having a good time. Genius. Coconut water and vodka. It's very smart. Yeah. Dude, yeah. well, you know what's not smart? It's me trying to balance this on the keyboard while I pour it. But, oh, you're uh, shaking <laughs> it up and everything. Dude, yeah, I got I got I got the big ice cubes that'll last the whole show. This is very my first classy. ever Vita Coco teeny right here, people. Yes, right here on the Love Gurus podcast. This and is gonna a, be there's uh, a light behind you, so it's as if uh Jesus First of all, heard about Justin's podcast. Second of all, saw you were pouring yeah. Coco martinis, and now he, he's going to get involved. Russian Jesus turned water into vodka. He is not <laughs> soft like old school Middle Eastern Jesus drinking nothing but wine. Oh my God, what if Jesus is Russian? Like <laughs> Everyone was way off. He is Russian and communist. That's right, people. <laughs> he is the people's savior. That's great. I could get behind that. I mean, Dude. a lot of stuff would make sense. Like the fact that he's like, here are the rules. Like if you break these rules, I'm going to fucking break your neck. Like mm. sounds a little communist to me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, as a, uh, a as a lifelong atheist, uh, I've never had a re religious bone in my body. If if the blood of the savior tastes as good as this Vita Coco teeny, <laughs> I will convert to whatever fucking religion he's pushing. I don't give a shit, man. I don't care if it's Christianity, Judaism, <laughs> the, the thing with all the arms. You know what I'm saying? That elephant guy. I'll yeah. worship the elephant mm. guy. Now, any 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 deity whose blood tastes like this, this is delicious. I really like this. this, this now Vita I'm kind of bummed that I got sober because I'm never going to have a vodka Coca-Tini, what did you call it? Hey, never say never, Honey. Coca-Tini. Wow, that's thanks, true. Justin, for believing in yeah. me. Yeah. It's a day at a time, baby. Yeah, that's as true. A, that's as true. a recovering alcoholic, you should look at the glasses two halves full. It's, uh, it's <laughs> quarantine. Anything yeah. can happen. Well, that is 100% true. I made it this far, though, so. Yeah. It's a good thing that we're on Zoom, so we're not next to the vodka. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, this is this is Connie's kryptonite right here. This is this, this is a this is a poker chip destroyer for her. That's what this is, man. This is uh, throwing all the goddamn chips out the window. Yeah, and so is actually vodka. But anyways, um... <laughs> I, I I really didn't do this to try to drag you off the way. Did you though? Did you? You're like it's I know you've been sober gonna... for 13 years, but what's more with a drink? Yeah, no, Lucky night here. Here's the lucky doing, number 13. Yeah, no, I, he would if he were trying to do something nefarious, he would have done something like, oh, let's, you know, like something sneaky like a kombucha or something. So yeah, yeah. Mm. His, inten his intentions are good, although. It would have been, yes, I would have paid an alcohol delivery guy extra to sneak into your apartment and like, check under your chairs. You get a Coca, uh, a fight of Coco Tini. You get a fight of Coco Tini. I, I, I would have drunk and Oprah'd you. Yeah. Um, but uh, so here's what I will say is that there's definitely a lot of people drinking uh, and writing on the internet. And that's where most of our questions came from this week. Nice, so. nice. Mm. Let's, uh, 
let's get to that. Let's let's get to our first question. First question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, write your questions into the Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com or watch every single Thursday night live on YouTube. First question from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. First question. Weird situation for me and I need some advice. My best friend and I live together and we're both attracted to the same girl, at least sexually. I know her through him and we hooked up a couple of times, so I told him that since we are good friends, they had also slept together. He asked if I was opposed to having a threesome with her and I panicked and said, no, I don't, I don't have any problems with that, but I'm <laughs> wondering if it's weird if it might cause any problems between me and my best friend. No. It's also it's also shallow. Is it also shallow or weird that I'm considering that that at 28 years old? And what if I use the or what if I develop feelings for her? I'm almost there myself. We can pretty much talk about anything uh, with him and me, which makes things easier. And we care about other, our friendship more than anything because we've been through hell and back. Any advice for this situation? So, uh, to give it to give a quick recap, so there's these two best friends that live together. They have both had sex with the same girl. The friend, the best friend, came to him and was like, "Hey, do you want to have a threesome with that girl we slept with?" And he just panicked and was like, "Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm down." He just and... got peer pressured into a threesome. My God. <laughs> Can I be honest? I have never wanted to be that girl more than I <laughs> <laughs> you, you want sandwich between one confident Are guy and kidding? one shaky guy? Are you kidding? Who's yeah. gonna have an there? amazing Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's what I think. I just think, listen, I've never had a threesome, but if I'm gonna have a threesome, I want to make dudes. break up a friendship, you know? Two like, dudes. Yeah. I'm over here like, why do they need the girl? Why don't they just have sex with each other? That's what <laughs> <laughs> immediate the whole story. I'm like, come on, guys, you live together. Just yeah, do Justin's it. like just just go knock on his door. Yes. <laughs> no, but Justin's is... bringing up a good point because he does say, you know, he's talking about his feelings. It's the prologue to many of Justin's favorite porns. Anyway, yeah, 100%. go on. <laughs> but he is, he's talking about his feelings for his best friend. Like it kind of seems as though he has this relationship and by bringing a woman into the picture, it's going to ruin the relationship between the two of them, which two heterosexual guys do not think of they are not yeah. like oh if we have like I, I don't know i just feel like they'd be like yeah like if that's something they high five over it's called an eiffel tower it's not called i lost my best friend <laughs> right it feels a little gay from the start i gotta yeah. say it is I, I really i really hope the guy who suggested it is is like the sneakiest gay dude in the world and halfway through the threesome the 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 woman's head falls off and he goes oh my god she was a robot the whole time you got a sex robot that looked like that girl that we both supposedly liked oh you sneaky sneaky man yes i'll sleep with you because you got hustled you earned this one buddy yeah that's a porn said, I would watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he also says that he's not, he's not, he, he says that he's sexually attracted to this woman. Like he's not emotionally attracted to her. And it's kind of, you know, it just, it's, there's a lot going on, I think, in the sense of, it, you know, he, they're like, oh, we're going to bring this girl over and just like have, you know, like have fun and, and whatever, which is, which is completely fine. But he, I mean, I don't know, like, okay, so let's take him at his work. And he is genuinely concerned 
about losing his friendship with his roommate. I mean, like what, I don't know. Like I, it's like, I can't, I can't picture the situation. Like so if I were living with one of my girlfriends and we had sex with a guy, like we would just giggle over it or am I crazy? Mm. Well, but that's the thing. You probably wouldn't be doing it with a guy that you were super emotionally into, though, right? I mean, that, that's where, it, it, to me, it gets a little weird for he's, the fella. So he's not, he's not, he's he's sexually attracted to the girl, but he he's into, like, he's worried about his relationship with his best friend. Kind of doesn't care about the girl. Oh, oh, here, I got you, buddy. I got you, buddy. It's a mental game you're playing. Uh, you're not going to have a threesome. <laughs> you're going to run a train. Choo-choo! That's fine. You and your friend just ran a train. It's fine. It's all semantics. You yeah. just gotta reframe yeah. it. <laughs> if you're both wearing conductor's hats, it'll be even more fun. That's what I say. I think he could definitely go like sneak. I think he could do a sneak sneak on this and just text the girl and be like, oh, hey, sorry, it didn't work out. But don't tell the best friend that. Then get into the bedroom and be like, oh, well, she's gonna show up shortly. Let's get started. Mm. Justin yeah. is so on board for this. I love. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're a genius. Did they leave their number on this comment, by the way? <laughs> Suzanne is the Federico Fellini of gay porn. She's, uh, she's, yeah. she's, she's the writer, the director. She has a vision. Justin, don't you have a boyfriend these days? Yeah, I do. But oh, congrats, bro. Not on the podcast. Interesting. Interesting. In the world of the podcast, I do not. Interesting. Did you meet because you were both attracted to the same girl? Did you, did you <laughs> yeah. get him with that old classic trick in the book? Definitely not, no. <laughs> but I, you, but, okay, so, so let's, just, let's just go around the table. And so put yourself into the situation. Think of I'm your, trying, think. trust me. <laughs> <laughs> You've been trying for years. Oh, yeah, two dudes. All I want for Christmas. Go on. Yeah. But, but so, well, no, so it, in the situations would be who, like your same sex, who, whoever your best friend is that's the same sex as you. And then you were going to invite a third in. I just feel like my friend and I feel like we decided, even if she came to me and was like, hey, da da, da I would kind of agree to it, but I don't know. I don't even know if I, but see, I don't even know if I would panic agree to it. I would, I just know myself so well. I'd be like, this is not a good idea. Like I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be crying in the corner at the end of this. Like, oh, I, I have I got a strict, you. a strict no sex with roommates policy because I've done it. I did it in my ah. early twenties, and it was disastrous. Disaster. <laughs> I mean, I ended up breaking the lease and moving out. So I just, yeah, we don't have sex with roommates in my world. So yeah, sure. I think that that's a very fair policy. But yeah, because I think that you brought up a good point. It depends on how much longer the leases like if you only have another month it's kind of like okay fine we can go down in flames but like let's say you're <laughs> in a great place like you really like it i you know because roommates it's so tough already throwing in the fact that like you banged like just it's you know who gets the shower first in the morning you know what i mean like, <laughs> awkward. It, it really is going all in on this being a really good sexual relationship that's like i will bet six more months on this lease that us coming together is going to be awesome for the rest of the six months. Otherwise it's, it's going to get crazy, man. Yeah. Do you think that sometimes a goal of realtors or like landlords, like when they're trying to find tenants to fill up their room, you know, they only, they only uh, allow people to live in their apartments that have sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. They show up and there's no sensual attention and they're just like, ah, yeah, listen, 
Uh, my, my last client just signed on the place. Yeah, and she's, <laughs> I, I got a text from the office. I'm sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> it's not gonna work out. Yeah. Find a different apartment to be miserable and not fucking together. That's what I yeah. said. Not this one. This one ain't for you. Yeah, I can safely say that I've never, I've never had, well, I mean, I've had sex with a roommate because I live with my boyfriend, but that doesn't count. Like, I mean, I guess it does count. Like he's- That absolutely does not count. No. Then, then, then you would have sex count. with every, every, every person, you, every, every relationship you've lived together in would technically, you'd be sleeping with a roommate with those same broad definitions, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. I guess so as far as roommates, I've never, but also I've, I've always kind of lived with people that I like just never was really like friends with or talked to, you same. know, like there was no same. like tension. I, I had sex with a roommate once and then she was my girlfriend for a while and then she moved out. It was a full life and death cycle. You know what I mean? It was a full uh, a worm in the cocoon to a butterfly to a dead butterfly. You know what I mean? I mean, she lived, you know what I mean? She moved out. <laughs> it's that, the dead thing was a metaphor. YouTube, I just want to be clear. The dead thing was a metaphor. She's very much alive. Didn't kill her, didn't try to kill her. Didn't, oh my God, the more I, <laughs> the more I get defensive about it, the more it sounds like I, uh, hey, anyway, next question. Right guys, next question. Oh God, next question. this basement just got dark, darker and creepier. But see, I can understand some logistics in the situation you just explained, because let's say that you live in a two bedroom apartment you you kind of like want to hook up with your roommate then if you do hook up with the roommate the second bedroom can kind of turn into like an office or like a you know an art studio or something it's and really if the cool. toll is sex that sounds fine uh-huh right yeah that's the thing with having sex with a roommate is you're already doing everything that a couple does as roommates you watch tv together sometimes you're cooking together you're sharing a bathroom if you add the sex in you're just like gonna become a couple because that's true. Yeah, it's the last straw. There's nothing yeah. left. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say I never lived with the opposite sex. I lived with a guy. I had a guy roommate once that I met on a dating app, but we went on one date a year before we moved in together as roommates, and there was no sexual tension. Mm. Once sure. we moved in, I was like, no, thank you. But he just. It's interesting, like, if we would have had sex after we, oh, that would have been disaster. Oh, he was <laughs> so gross. Yeah. I mean, I've lived with other women as roommates that I didn't, I mean, that, that was just the one, you know? Yeah. For the most part, it doesn't happen because it's a bad idea. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes bad ideas go through well. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe the threesome is the way to diffuse the situation. Maybe the threesome is the way to have sex with a roommate because you add someone in the mix and they, they like, sort of diffuse the romantic connection. I don't know, maybe they should go for it, honestly. No, that's actually a good point because sometimes if you, let's say that you have really strong feelings for someone, but then they then they do something that you're just like, oh, like I can't believe that person did that. Or, you know, you saw them in like a different light and then it does, it completely extinguishes any feelings you have for them. I mean, that's a really good point. It's like, so he sees his, his friend again, like having sex with a skull and he's like, oh, you know what? Like maybe, yeah. And it does just kind of like, yeah, ease the tension and just kind of diffuses, um, you know, any, uh, any awkward coffee that they have in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, like I said, so I think I agree with you, Justin, my final advice for this guy is go for it. And even if the girlfriend doesn't, even if the girl doesn't show up, go for it, get that, get that, Take, take your roommate to downtown because I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> there you 
Hell yeah. The world is ending. There's no reason not to. The world is ending and we need to stop with this. Be our best selves. Be your true self. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. that's a good point. I mean, it's kind of like my grandfather it told me on his deathbed. He said, listen, the, the, the things you regret most in life are the times you could have had three ways and shit and you didn't do it. <laughs> And I was like, and my, my grandma was like, what the fuck? He's eight. He's eight, you see, my bastard. He's, I told you not to talk about three ways in front of him. And and then he'd, he'd pretend not to know where he was, but then he'd like wink at me, ah, three ways. And I'm like, all right, I, I guess, Grandpa, if that's what you want me to take away from this. Well, and I also, I hate to point this out, but science is backing up Jake's story because of the rise in STDs in senior living centers. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My, my grandpa was the one that started that trend. He uh, <laughs> really started pushing those STDs heavy with his three two ladies at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Some that age. A lot of love. Pinko sums. Yeah. It, it, it was crazy with him in there. <laughs> well, I think we answered that question perfectly. Should we move on to our next question? Absolutely. Next question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, send your questions into Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. We are going to take our next question from the. Wild, wild creatures on Yahoo Answers. Next question. He asked me to spend the night, but he's married. I've been seeing this guy for a few weeks, and he's married. I don't mind, as he's much older, and I'm into older guys who can provide. Every experience, uh, or experience, protection, support, intelligence is all better than boys in their 20s. So we've been going, uh, we've gone on a few dates and he'd asked if I like to spend the night at his house next weekend since his wife will be going away. This feels like a huge step as we've never had sex before, but the physical flirting is definitely building up. I just feel like his house might be risky because the neighbors might see us and stuff. What do I do? The neighbors might see us. Does he not have fucking walls? Is he living in a third world cinder block shanty? What's going on with this guy? Maybe, it's a glass house. Yeah, or maybe he's never not had sex in a pool. It's like the old saying, yeah. those who lives, live in glass houses shouldn't fuck women half their ages, you know, while the sun is up because the neighbors will see. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, this question, so first of all, she, you know, here's what I will say. I so respect her for being like, yeah, I'm dating a married guy and I do not care. Like, she just, cause some people Prop. are like that. They don't believe Prop. in monogamy. They don't care if <laughs> someone that, you know, they're just out to get theirs. And, you know, I'm not saying that I would be one of those people, but you know, whatever, you know? So, so she's, she's just straight up, I'm dating a married guy, but what, and so, but it's, it's the going to his house. So that's what I think is odd about the question because typically in this situation, you know, the first time that they have a sexual encounter is always at like the mistress or whoever the the side piece is, right? So it it's an so I just I think that part of the question is very odd that he's like, he's come to my house, my wife will be out of town. I I don't know, or maybe she is has a roommate situation. I don't know. Like, what what's the part that strikes you as the most bizarre about the question, Justin? I think the part that's most bizarre is that like she's fully dating a married man and the thing she's concerned about is going to his house like <laughs> why aren't you concerned about the fact that he's married like can we start there <laughs> she's like i'm okay with the wife and the kids but i don't want to be inside those four walls like what what i it makes no sense to me yeah this i mean is, yeah yeah no i yeah i agree 
and so I think it's yeah the like because I can understand because I don't know it's like some people I think are fine with this secret relationship like they date married people but they understand that it's not really like widely accepted socially so they're they're fine to sneak around in the situation um but I don't know you know it's a bit and she's like worried about the neighbors which also I feel like this question comes from the Midwest because in New York that's not really something you ever care about like yeah what is, what is <laughs> i haven't seen my neighbors all quarantine like i don't even know who they are <laughs> yeah. nothing has changed me from actually getting to know my i will never know my neighbors but what yeah. will the family in 12b think about this yeah, <laughs> yeah. I that's just, true they live in a house they're in rural somewhere bumblefuck yeah but and here's from from my experience like first of all living in the midwest but then having lived in new york and then going to um going back to visit friends and family and that kind of thing it is true that your neighbors spy yeah. out the window because yeah. nothing is going on yeah 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 i i sort of agree with I, I don't think it's so crazy that she's worried about the neighbors i because of that circumstance like they're definitely in a uh neighborhood where that would be like an issue Oh like, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, and she's like, she's fine to date, but like, she doesn't want to go to his neighbor. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think I. But also, what if the neighbors know him and the wife? You know, the neighbors yeah. for all. I mean, that could be. They, they could be best friends, the wife and the right. neighbor lady. Right. And, like, and then they it's can like, be going out to dates and stuff like in places where like no one knows right. either of them. But like, if she comes to his turf and then someone sees them, then like he gets in trouble. Yeah, but she doesn't get in trouble. Well, that, it, that's exactly what I was going to say. She's going to his hood. So it's his reputation that's going to go down in flames. Like he, and he obviously doesn't, he, he clearly doesn't care. Like he just wants to bang right. her. And so, you know, why, why is she so concerned about these rando neighbors? You know, what yeah. she is she, like, it's not like they're going to put her face on like the community billboard or I don't know, maybe they will. <laughs> I, I do like the fact that she is more freaked out about the neighbors, like like Justin was saying, than than the wife and the kids in general. That that is a a, a veteran. That is a Wait. veteran homebreaker move. You know, she's. Do jaded. we know that he she's has jaded. kids? Does it say he? Has I kids? added that in. I hope he does. I hope he does. <laughs> I hope that this lady's just like, yeah, I don't care. Do you know how many times I have had women just like buzzing my, my my apartment bell and and yelling at my super like like Karen and Goodfellas just hey, there's a whore that lives in six B. You're a whore, Janice. It's, it's like white noise to me. I fall asleep to that. I I, I don't care. Let him come yeah. over. And I will say, I mean, my next door neighbor could be cheating on his wife every single yeah. day and i, I would know. i would never know Me i don't know what his wife looks like i don't know Mary. <laughs> oh i don't know if that's their kid no clue uh, <laughs> i also Sorry, wouldn't we... care i'd be like live your life do your thing it's not my business 2021 everything goes <laughs> yeah i mean and that's another good point as well it's like she's really worried about i'm just like okay so she's really worried about the judgment from these people that she doesn't even know she doesn't even know what they would do if they caught them cheating. So it's like, so to me, there's there's maybe something else about this relationship that she doesn't like. And maybe it is the fact that he's married. Whoops, you know, like there's something <laughs> else about the relationship itself that I think she's not 100% comfortable with. I mean, I, I, I kind of hope it's that, you, I don't know, I shouldn't say that. That sounds judgy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's not gonna okay. cheat shame people. <laughs> 
We won't judge you for judging. <laughs> You're allowed to judge. She's allowed Not to cheat. Not here, we won't. Yeah. 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 But so just, it seems like she really isn't okay with the relationship itself. And so it's when you, you know, it's kind of like when you're in, when I myself am in a new relationship and I, and I really like the person that I'm dating, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to introduce you to my friends and like all, you know, integrate that person into my life. But if it's someone that I don't like that, but like, have you ever been on a, in a situation where you're on a date with someone you totally don't like and you accidentally run into a friend? Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> yes. Like you're like you're like ashamed of the of the date that you're on. You're, yeah. you're like, oh and my god. Yeah. Like say to your friend, like, this is just a bumble date. Like I have like I have a very specific yeah. story where I ran into um Ben and Michelle Rosenfeld in Astoria when I was on the table. <laughs> I was like, I don't like him. Don't tell him what I'm dating. <laughs> don't talk to him. Don't look at him. I don't like him. <laughs> I'm yeah. only here with him because I hate his goddamn wife and I want to get back at her. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't know. So like I said, so I, my friend, my, my tidbit for this person, I don't know if it's even advice. It's just that there's obviously something about the relationship at its core that you don't like. And that's why you care about these fake neighbors, whether it's, you know, he's married or maybe you do actually kind of crave someone, um, you know, because she should say that he's like twice her age and that she likes older guys, which mm. kind of seems like an issue. But I, I have know. a strong opinion that he should get them a hotel room. And that that the fact that that's not happening is yeah. very yeah. disturbing to me. <laughs> yeah, that's Especially true. if he's providing, he's the provider. <laughs> he's the a older provider. Guy. Yeah, get a fucking yeah. hotel room. Come yeah. on. No, I, I love. I Why love are they people. fucking in the bed that he has sex with his wife? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, here's here's honestly, it's not the bed that would creep me out the most. It's it would be the bathroom. Like it would be the going bathroom, to huh? the bathroom and like seeing the wife's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like See, that's that a, is what would creep me out. That's the thing when I'm when I'm sleeping with married women, I uh, <laughs> I pee before I get there. I pee after I leave. The last thing I want to do is be in the bathroom and then some violent ex cop comes home, you know, and then I'm caught with my pants down getting shot like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. You know, did we learn nothing from that movie? Did we learn nothing from that Quentin Tarantino classic? When, when, when you're up to no good in some other guy's apartment, you don't stop to take a deuce. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's perfect. a very vulnerable position. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. He, he's got that book he was reading the whole movie. He just kind of looks at him like, well, I guess I'm getting shot now. Son of a bitch. I wish I would have gone at Denny's. This sucks. <laughs> oh, I love a Denny's. Um, well, perfect. Well, I think we answered that question. Should we? Are we doing commercials this week or...? Uh, kind of. Let's let's give it a try. I'll uh, let's let's hear from our somewhat kind of uh, not really sponsors, but uh, the thing that's <laughs> keeping me going. Do you need a nice, refreshing martini? You want to feel like you're on the beach, tropic somewhere. Feel like you're uh getting wasted, but still kind of kind of being healthy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> getting your uh getting your carbs, your fiber, not your carbs, but you know fiber, your vitamins in. Feel like you're drinking and getting the six pack back somehow. Nothing can give you that feeling like a Vita Coco teeny. Oh, I love Vita Coco and vodka. Oh my God. It's like mother's milk to me. Hang on. You know what? I'm even going to go out on a limb and say that tastes even better than my mother's breast milk. Oh my God, do I love Vita Coco teeny. It's goddamn delicious. Vita Coco teeny. 
get you some. All right. Next question on the Love Gurus podcast. Here we go, people. Next question coming back. Oh no 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 we're we're going. I figured might as well skip the intro. That made it weird last time. You know what I mean? Oh oh you want me? Okay, next question. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Here you know what? I'll even bring up another song. Here we go. Next question coming up. I feel like in- I was ambushed into a four way. <laughs> yeah yeah. It, 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 when you were only expected a three way, it's awkward. I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell's this fourth guy that just sprung out of the closet? Is that Bubba the Love Sponge? Is he filming this whole thing and leaking it to TMZ? Oh sue those bastards for like thirty-two million dollars or whatever. Next question on the Love Girls podcast, people. We are here with Justin Randall and Connie Lisbon coming back with another one from the Wild Animals on Yahoo Answers. Next question. How close is too close with family? I'm 37 and very close with my immediate family. Not so close that it's weird that they um, that they take priority all the time, but my mom is like my best friend, and I tell her mostly everything. But she doesn't trump any relationship, even if she likes to think that she does. My guy is 35 and he's very close with his family as well. His parents are his best friends and he basically plans his life around them. He's always thinking about the future with them like, I should book a cabin for the summer uh, and get two bedrooms so that my parents can come out for a few nights. And I need to give my parents something to do uh, to look forward to. His mom even knows pieces about our sex life. Um, this guy's so much more boring than the than the than the philandering cheaters uh, in, in in the previous. Couple are these questions. questions real? Yeah, these oh, yeah. From the, yeah, these are from the internet. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, who answers, man? They're, they're, they're a wild bunch yeah. over there. Um, or he'll say, "I can't commit to X, Y, and Z because I'm going shopping with my mom sometime, and I'm not sure when." He'll ask my opinion and then go with his mother's opinion every damn time. It's gotten to the point that I've just told him to ask her not to bother me. He also gets mad when I don't want to go to every function that I'm that I'm invited to. He says he says I make him choose between me or them, but I don't. What should I do with this situation? <laughs> How close is too close? So okay, here's Okay. This I was is- really hoping she was gonna go. He thinks that I make him choose between them and me, and he's goddamn right. He should choose <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. Here is my here's my first take on this question because she starts off and says, "Listen, I'm close with my immediate family. Uh, my mom is my best friend, etc., etc., etc." Then she starts talking about how her boyfriend is in the exact same position where his parents are his best friends. And so she gives all of these examples of, you know, he does this, he does this. I think she probably does the exact same thing. I think she's probably the hugest hypocrite that's ever walked the face of the earth. She calls her mom every, you know, calls her mom four times a day and he just puts up with it. But she is more of a princess and is like, you're picking your mom over me. And she just has a problem with the exact same relationship she's in with her Family, I think she's just a big hypocrite. Or am I judgy again? What's no? This is probably why they're together because they're both obsessed with their mom. <laughs> <laughs> so they just click in that way. Yeah, they're, they're they're digging a tunnel from their mother's basement to each other, right in the middle. It's oh like Lady God. and the Tramp for people that don't leave the leave the nest. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like this is 
as you know, had if we were in like Scotland in 1200, they would all live in the same mud hut anyway. So like, why are we <laughs> getting away? Dear from- Yahoo Answers, I'm trying to have sexual relations with me future <laughs> missus in the mud hut, but her family keeps being like, don't fucking on mud hut. What should I do? That's the best Scottish accent I've ever. It was very good. (laughs) (laughs) I was impressed with no practice. (laughs) I'll tear the roof off on this very mud hut woman. (laughs) Mud Um, hut woman. But here's, here's another opinion I have is that I think in a relationship, only one person can be the family person. And the other person has to be kind of the codependent yeah so because like so so in in my relationship with my boyfriend he's very close with his family like they get together all the time whereas like i you know i like my family and everything but we only see each other maybe like once or twice a year so and and so that works because it's not an issue of like oh what are we gonna do for you know christmas it's like like it's fine you know because my family will do something like in the summer or whatever but whereas like oh my god it's totally the same way with me and amy yeah yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen my family since 2000 i i don't know which teen i i don't i, I don't even remember it's been like three four years since i've been back to iowa yeah yeah she's with her family all the time 100 yeah. percent mm. What about Connie? Do you like have an have an opinion about like? Do you think that two people in a relationship can be super close with their families? So I think that. So I dated somebody who was like really close to their family, and like every like when I'm talking like every holiday, I'm talking like President's Day weekend. Was like I have to see my family. I'm like. What are you talking about? It's not a holiday. You know what I mean? Like it was a little. Every much. President's Day of my family has the tradition of. Like, Mother, Mother's Day, Father's Day, like, you know, <laughs> male, well, literally everything. And so I, I'm not that close to my family. So I was like, cool, whatever. I don't care. But I thought it was, if we were both like trying to be like that, it wouldn't have worked. But I do know people that are close to both and like they just alternate years. So like one year, the, this Christmas, they'll go there. Then Thanksgiving, like they just, like my two friends are are married and like they're both close to their families and they just take turns going to the other person's house. Oh, okay. House. Yeah. Yeah. And it works for them. But like, for me, I was like, I had time for that. Cause I don't really like my family. So um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go celebrate president's day. And upstairs. You hear that internet? Uh, Connie doesn't really like our family. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, it's fine. I could never see them. I'll be fine. They'd have, to, they'd have to do a deep dive to find that comment. Let's be honest. So <laughs> I think you're okay. They're gonna be like the Love Gurus podcast. Let me go to minute forty-five and see what the minute is about. Minute forty-five I mean, is my them. favorite minute of any podcast. That's oh when the action happens. Yeah. No, I love them, but from like from New York, and they live in LA. You know what I mean? Like I love yeah. exact same. My family. Same. One brother lives in LA. One brother lives in San Francisco. My dad's in Arizona. I definitely love them. I think they're great, but we just see each other once a year, and that's you know that it's completely yeah. fine. Yeah, right. Fine. That's what it is with me too. And I mean, I, it's not even as far as LA, like my family's in Iowa, but that's still a good two days of driving. So it's like, I, you know, I, I do it when I can. It's every few yeah, years. Yeah. You've been busy this you know, year, huh? Just I've been busy this year. <laughs> not back in Iowa though. They don't give a shit about COVID. They do not give a shit about that. My whole family got COVID. They still don't care about it. My one aunt got it twice. My little brother's got, this is why my mom told me, my mom told me that both of my little brothers got it. Uh, this is like three months ago when they, I mean, they were peaking in Iowa, like bad at this time, three months ago. This is not when it was new. This is three months ago. They got it 
at a jiu-jitsu tournament. They oh. were both competing at a jiu-jitsu tournament. I was like, because she, she mentioned she was like, yeah, yeah, everybody in their gym got it. I'm like, wait a minute. They're still rolling around on the mats. Like, and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. They traced it back to this one big tournament that the whole tournament got covered. <laughs> I'm like, they had a tournament? Like, people rolling on the mat with people in the stands? And she was like, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, just jiu-jitsu tournaments. We're not going to let. I got this vitamin. This, 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 uh, this vitamin cocoa. I was going to say, I tried to say virus, virus but I, I love this vitamin cocoa so much that I just like, I looked down and I'm like, oh, I can't quit you, vitamin cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but it, so they were like, we, we're not letting the virus change our way of life. We in wow. Iowa have always loved jujitsu tournaments and wow. we're always going to do that. So that is them. a choice. That's oh, a yeah. super <laughs> spreader event. You're oh, like, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Every time you take a hit, you're like ex exhaling as hard as you can. Joke's on you, virus. I got COVID at a thing last night. Fuck you. I'm not even scared of you today. Jeez. Oh, man. That, that, that podium glory. So sweet. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so, how would you categorize yourself, Justin? Would you consider yourself to be the, the per like, so, or, first of all, do you think that two people can be super close with their families in a relationship, or you think it's one is, one is, one isn't? And it's so foreign to my mind because my family's low-key homophobic. So like, I'm not allowed to bring a boyfriend home. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend's family is low-key homophobic. So he can't bring a boyfriend home. So we are the opposite of this Yahoo question. <laughs> we are like, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. There's no discussions. It's just, it's like. Uh, none. There's no yeah. family involved. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you got to stop. I mean, he is closer to his parents than I am. So there is a little bit of that because I'm like, you need to set up boundaries that kind of thing so i kind of get it um but no no one is like sucking on the mom's teeth like this straight guy is in the story that to me is just strange he is way too close to his mom i think he wants to fuck her and that's my honest opinion oh my God, I, i'm talking like on a freudian look yeah i agree i miss you so much yeah i think it's a huge red flag if the mother knows about the sex life like that yeah is that's definitely uncomfortable. yeah yeah does yeah. she do that thing that I taught her to do? Yeah, that's it gets yeah. weird after a little while. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's, it's I taught her the thing you like. What do you mean she hasn't been doing it? Get her on the phone. Get her on the phone, mister. How dare you treat my baby boy that way? Um, but yeah, I, I I agree. I think it's it's you know, because Again, I think that she's probably withholding some very key information to get us on her side in this case. But the, you know, so unclear she talks about to the mother about their sex life. But the fact that the son that because I don't like I know this sounds really sexist, but it is kind of one thing if like, you know, a daughter and a mother are kind of talking about like around the topic, like nothing specific. That's kind of OK. But a son and a mother. No, <laughs> it's a no. That's a, that's a hard no for me. See, it's, yeah. it's hard for me because I mean, like, so because my mom's been dead for like, I was never an adult, so like, I have no idea. So that, so all. Oh, I don't talk about sex with my mom. I just want to put that out there. I mean, <laughs> did I call her and say, "Hey, yo, he knew what was up"? No, I don't do that with my mom or my stepmom. Funnily enough, neither. 
<laughs> yeah, I just, I think that. I mean, um, I'm not going to say I've never talked about sex with my mom, but it, it, listen, it's not like the way this creepy boy does it. All right. It's like my mom, she can go on and on and on on the phone. She just talks and talks and talks, yaks about nothing. And after about the 30 minute mark, what I've started doing is like, so uh, I was going down on this chick the other night. And I, okay, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Like, good, good. Rest of my days back. Rest of my oh, days smart. back. Uh -huh. Boom. That's so. I don't know. So I, I think that, I don't know, in my opinion, she has to decide, is it, because this to me sounds like this relationship's headed for a breakup because if he's already saying things to her, like she's making him choose between, you know, her and the family, if that's even a question, the relationship is never going to work out because he, if he's, he's still picking his family over her, like she's she's not enough for him and mm. you know so it's i just i just think it's curtains i don't know does anyone else, does anyone else think that this relationship can get saved therapy I, that but i also think they <laughs> like because they're both like mama's kids i think they actually like are gonna be together for a while oh so they kind of like <laughs> yeah i think they, they share that like weird speak that same language close to their mom thing and i think yeah. that like is actually like something that binds them which is yeah fucking weird but but and you know what you know what's even weirder though is that she has that need too, and she's calling his need yeah, to be with Jamar. I didn't that see. I didn't. Bad. I didn't see that question coming. Like when she started saying how close is too close, I didn't. Re like she was talking about herself, and then she turned it on him, and I'm like, you're just. Yeah. That's you also. Like, you're both the same. It was. It was a really creepy M Night Shyamalan twist of a mama's boy. Yeah, question. like the way she set up the <laughs> yeah. question, I was not prepared. Yeah. Um, well, perfect. Well, I think we answered that question. Should we do one more? Absolutely. Last question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, write your questions into Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. We are going to hear one more from the Wild Savages on Yahoo Answers. Uh, last question. Really hit it off with a guy from Hinge, but he follows 40 plus explicit sexy Instagram accounts. Is that a red flag? <laughs> I'm in my late 20s and a uh, female and a really sweet guy in his early 30s. Uh, I met him through Hinge. We started dating. We've been on more than five dates and I looked at his Instagram briefly and because I've had a, a bad experience before with online dating, I just wanted to be safe. I was super weirded out to see that of the 200 people he follows, oh. about 50 oh, of them no. were explicit, sexy. Oh, accounts. that's a quarter of them. Wow. No, that's that's a solid good. quarter. The numbers are not good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I did ask him to uh, ask him nicely why that is. And he, he said- knows about Pornhub, right? I mean, there, there's an app where it's like, dude, this doesn't have to be on your Instagram. You can see like fully nude people. Yeah. on Pornhub and it doesn't have to meet any community guidelines any of that shit you just type in the craziest fucking thing you can imagine and boom there's a whole page of it and then erase it from your browser no one has to yeah. see yeah. it yeah I, uh -huh. I saw that tweet yeah <laughs> <laughs> this bastard stitching on himself this is crazy yeah I would have reposted it if not all of if my all of my followers weren't orthodox Jews I 100% would have reposted it <laughs> oh I'll bet a quarter of them know that trick anyway yeah. Yeah, I know, but like they don't want to hear that I'm looking at porn. They just. Don't want to hear. <laughs> uh, I asked him nicely why that is, and he said that they were people through Tinder that he liked their Instagram, but then forgot that he follows so oh, many, yeah, yeah. and he they, they don't show up in his feed. 
Is this a red flag? A deal breaker? I think we've kind of already answered this question. Yeah. Like, first of yeah. all, like 200 followers, like following 200 is kind of not that many. Like no. think about all the people that you, that you know, that you, like I, my Instagram account isn't even that big. And I think I follow at least like 700. So mm-hmm. or 200 and then a quarter of those. So that's arguably one out of every four posts. So I'm calling bullshit on his, oh, they don't show up in my No, feed. no, he's like, a liar. Oh, he's a virile man. He's got a high sex drive. Come on, how stay did with she the not? How did she not pick up that he was like sleazy till after the fifth date? <laughs> how is he hiding his sleaziness? She just said to herself on January 1st, new year, new me. And then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> my biggest concern is not that he's that he's looking at all of these women. It's that he doesn't really know how social media works. Like, what a turnoff. Like, <laughs> ugh, I hate that. Like, everyone can yeah. see who you're following. We know this, right? Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. No, I think that that's a good point because it's, it's you know, it's, it's sort of, a, you know, because things are only going to get more complicated and more advanced as, you know, as you age or, you know, they're, they're going to change. And if you can't keep up with that and you are already like i don't know how instagram works despite the fact that instagram's been around for like a million years already yeah i think i agree with you i think that's the hugest turnoff because i mean it's good because then you would know instantly if he's cheating on you but this guy once instagram models start hooking themselves up to oculus you'll never see this man again oh my god he is diving deep into that vr world like an episode of black mirror he's going crazy he's going buck wild yeah um i yeah i don't know would you go out with him would you keep going out with him um Oh, come on. Yeah, you guys are going to call him sleazy. You were just telling this guy, the first guy to go fuck a chick with his roommate. And now you're like, <laughs> I don't like these Instagram models. Well, I don't, I it's just too, it's too out of control. It's like, he's just, he's just looking at some models, man. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give a very shallow answer. If he were loaded and like <laughs> attentive to me, I think I would still date him. Now, and so what I mean is that, I, if I saw this, but I, but first of all, I, I did like feel a connection with him and there was some other like very redeemable factor about him. I would be like, listen, I'm just going to kind of be like, whatever about this relationship and like make him 100% chase me. And if he did, then great. Like still keep having fun. I don't know. I mean, cause like, let's be honest, like everyone watches porn guys, girls, you know, like what, it doesn't matter. Like, so to, to think that, I only jerk off to Instagram models. Uh, you discuss yeah, me with that comment. Who you're dating doesn't look at porn is naive at best. And so- No, but it's not the porn. It's just the idea, like Justin said, he doesn't know how it works. Like, why are you openly following these? I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I still, my answer is the same. It's just very wow. shallow. <laughs> This man cannot that. open Instagram on the train. That's what I keep thinking of. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Instagram is an at-home activity for him. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. And it's it's not even it's not even the necessarily the amount that he's following. It's his it's his it's his uh, a porn Instagram to non-porn Instagram ratio that's a little fucking nutty. If he's following 40 but he's following, you know, like a couple thousand. Yeah, total. yeah, it's totally. like, yeah, it's whatever, man. You, you're clicking follow. And all. I yeah. probably follow 
40 uh, uh, different Chihuahua accounts on Instagram. I follow everything, man. So like I have all kinds of nutty shit on my, uh, you, you know, I have QAnon shit pop up on my Instagram. I'm like, how'd you get there, Q, you sneaky fuck? What is, what kind of, are you posting dog pics to trick me, Q? Come on, you nutty bastard. Now I'm not storming the Capitol, even though that pic is adorable. <laughs> Who's gonna take back democracy? Who's gonna stop the count? Oh, he's got a sweater on. He's got a little QAnon sweater. <laughs> That's how um, they get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would I would also love if actually he had another Instagram account that was his real burner account. And that is like, only porn models. Like, this was, this was the, the acceptable ratio that <laughs> <laughs> No way. No, his his burner one is 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 Disney stars. You know, this one is like, listen, this is to make people like, look how age appropriate my sexual habits are, huh? Look at that people on the train, all of them over 18. Yeah. Don't look at the burner phone. Um, well, I think we answered that question. So I know we said that this is the last one, but there's one lightning round question. Can we do one quick lightning round just because I'm very, very interested to hear everyone's responses. Does, is that okay? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Lightning round. Last question on the Love Gurus podcast. Write your questions in the Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, follow us live every single Thursday at 9 o'clock. Write us questions on YouTube in the chat. And definitely like and subscribe. Last question on the Love Gurus podcast. Okay, so let me let me preface by saying this question. There are no other details with this question. It is just a, it's, it's a straightforward question. We don't have any background information, but... This is clearly someone who is in a time of need. So we'll just do lightning round where we'll just go around um, the table quickly or, uh, and, and just give our answer to this person's desperate need. Okay, so the question is, my ex-boyfriend is a barista at Starbucks and I want to have him fired. How do I keep <laughs> <stop> doing that? <laughs> and here's why that's interesting is because I don't know, like how I, like how would you get someone from Starbucks fired? The only thing I could think of is that you like call into the Starbucks and like say that he sexually harassed. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I like <laughs> how else would you go about getting someone from Starbucks fired? You could say that you ordered oat milk and he gave you real milk and you're lactose intolerant, and then you could shit all over the bathroom. Yeah, well, that's I don't know if he would get fired for that. Right? He would just have to clean that up. Oh, that's a good point. Just especially, as good, <laughs> especially now that 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 Starbucks is so woke, they're letting like like homeless people shoot heroin in the bathroom. They're gonna be like, wait, wait, wait a minute, is he or is he not on heroin? Oh, he's not even on heroin. This is fine. This is way better than, yeah. than yesterday. Can I just say one of my best New York moments was one time when I went into a Starbucks. You know, because they really do kind of like crack, you know, crack down on it. But I, I, I went to this bathroom in Starbucks and there there was um, a man, I don't know if he was necessarily homeless, but he uh, he looked homeless and he was shitting in the toilet, but he was also hovering. Like he himself would not put his butt. <laughs> I ain't sitting on this here seat now. Not that, uh, oh shit. No, 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 music, no, 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 Oh, it ruined my homeless man axed out. Yeah. <laughs> know that it was it was going to be the raspy voice of a homeless man who was grossed out 
by shitting on the or sitting on the seats at, at Starbucks because they let his other homeless friends in there. And he's like, I'm that's, you know, that's why I say, I, you know, he, he looked like he might be homeless, but maybe he wasn't because even he was not going to put his butt on the toilet seat of a Starbucks. So he didn't yeah. lock the door. Is that how you walked in on him? Yeah. And he didn't lock the door. And he was like, he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't like brazen about it. He was, he was like genuinely like, oh no, my, you know, that was his me time. And I felt really bad about it. I was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And like that <laughs> Is she a barista? Cause if so, I'll have her fired by God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, okay. Ooh, that's how you get a fire. Say you saw him uh, uh, telling a homeless man not to shit in the bathroom and do heroin. Mm. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess just accuse him of something really bad. But that's the only thing I could think of. And and bless those Starbucks workers. I don't want to get any of them fired. Just the woman's evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. Yeah, She's why mad. is she writing in this question? What a bitch. <laughs> what a bitch. Oh, yeah. I hate her. Connie says. I hate I hate her. She's definitely the biggest animal of the podcast. Yeah. And hers was like the most straightforward, non related <laughs> to dating. We're like, we hate this cunt. Just kidding. Yeah. I hate that word. You know, it's one thing to, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm going to take that. I mean, let's, you know, there's a lot of revenge movies out there where it's like very satisfying because, like, at the end of the day, the ex boyfriend is some like, private equity douchebag like right. you know, hometown America. It's just company. a minimum wage service worker. He's yeah. just trying to make a latte, this poor this, guy. This guy's warming up croissants in the morning. Like, <laughs> let him live his life. Yeah. He got away from me, but I still want him to pay. <laughs> I want revenge for the thing that is so petty, I'm not even telling you what it is. But I'm angry. Ah! She is trash. Um, but perfect. Well, I think we answered that question, and we answered all of the questions very well, I must say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you to our two awesome guests. Thank you to yes. Thank you to Justin. Thank and you. Uh, people, drink drink more Vitacoco teenies. Uh, it's it's goddamn delicious. I love it. It's beautiful. Um, and, and and check out the, uh, the, the We Were Christians podcast. I can't wait to listen to that. I, I, I love the premise of it. Justin's hilarious alone, but you add that, that, that crazy premise. I, I I can't wait, man. That sounds awesome. Thank this you. It's a fun episode. Thank you. Thank you guys for being on. Thank you, Thank listeners, you. for listening. Nice to meet you, Susan. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> I don't even realize you guys haven't met. I, I'm so I'm so shitty at interest. I just assume everybody knows everybody from doing comedy, <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, you all, you all have clearly done a thousand bar shows together, and maybe a couple, <laughs> a couple decent ones, like everyone else. And uh, fine, you probably know each other. We'll do another show together at some another point. Another show. Yes. Yes. After the pandemic is over, or we just decide that we're going to go full Iowa and not care anymore. <laughs> and just cough on each other and fucking roll around mats and tell dick jokes, you know? That's, uh, thank I, you for having me on. Absolutely. So thank fun. you for being on. Thank you for being on. Okay, And thank bye. you to listeners. Until next time. Later. <laughs>